0: Praise
1: you, Father. Praise you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, we rejoice that this morning we have the privilege of coming together to fellowship with one another in the light of your word. We walk in the light even as you are in the light. And we rejoice that our fellowship is in the light. So the entrance of your word, give it light to your people today. Your word comes with clarity and everybody connected to this service is gifted revelation, knowledge, veils fall off. And in the name of Jesus, your people built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus glorified by the end of this service. We give you praise and glory for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name and every believer says it powerful Amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together. So say these words, I am born of God. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And all of you that are connected to the service this morning around the world in our house centers and campuses, it's a joy to have everybody here today. And it's a blessing, I tell you. We're going to have an exciting time of studying the word of His grace. Let me quickly request all of you on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, do be a favor this morning. Make sure you tag people, invite people, you know, post a video on groups, all the different groups on your Facebook, you know, all the groups you have available to you. Make sure you do that. And then also put the messages of on telegram whatever grams a monogram and all the grams that are there and also make sure you put the messages on whatsapp groups let's 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 get this message as far as we can this morning that is your contribution to flooding the bloomable planet With the fragrance of Jesus' love. And I want to thank you because you've always been doing that and we will do much more today. Praise God. Alright, you grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible with your sweet smart self. You can be seated in the heavenlies as we get into the word of his grace this morning. Glory to God. We are still looking at the legal and the vital work of salvation. The legal and the vital work of salvation. So you can see that I'm so glad we were able to extend the 30 days of glory to 60 because there's so many things to learn, a lot of things to unpack on the legal and the vital walk of salvation. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 2 verse number 1. Therefore, we ought to give the more energy to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them sleep. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. So we've been examining the subject of salvation and the writer of Hebrews put an emotion when he talked about it and said, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? So look at the emotions. So great salvation. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 8. For by grace are ye saved. Did you observe the tenses there? For by grace Are ye saved? That's his state. That's not a, you know, a futuristic statement or what we have to do something to get. For by grace are ye saved. Not are you saved or will be saved. Saved with a closure. Are ye saved through faith? And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of yourselves. Salvation is not of yourself. Salvation is the gift of God. It's actually the gift of grace. Look at the next verse. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are, verse 10, We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath. Hath. Before ordained that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. How are we saved? By grace through faith. How are we saved? By grace through faith. What is grace? Grace is what God did and invited me to partake. Grace is what God did and invited me to partake grace is what only god did only god did and invited me to come and partake in the benefits of it grace for by grace i is saved through faith so it is jesus to jesus salvation is from jesus to jesus Look at Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. And this is going to come handy in the course of this teaching this morning. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. How did you receive Christ Jesus the Lord? By grace through faith. As you have therefore received received Christ Jesus the Lord. So you have already received him. He's already in you. You're already saved. You're already saved. Now, so, walk ye in Him. How do you walk in Him? You walk in Him the way you receive Him. How did you receive Him? By grace through faith. How do you walk the walk in Christ? You walk in Christ by grace through faith. The same way you received Him. Then look at the warning in verse 7. Beware, verse 7 of Colossians chapter 2, be, be rooted and built up in Him, you received him. Now, be rooted. Did you see that? Now that you have received Christ, be rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Established in the faith. How do you get rooted, built up, and established? As you have been taught. As you have been taught. You can be rooted if you are not taught. You can be grounded if you are not taught. You can be established in the faith if you have not been taught as you have been taught. So the same way you have been taught, abounding. Abounding in the teaching with thanksgiving. Abounding it. Now, so you've been taught, you've been rooted, you've been grounded, you've been established. Alright? So abound in him. Beware. See that? Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men. Remember yesterday I told you, when Jesus fulfills any law or demand of the law, and then you start teaching it as a Christian practice, it becomes a tradition of men. Any law that Jesus fulfilled, and you know Jesus fulfilled all the law of Moses beginning at moses and all the prophets he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself Luke 24 44. these are the words Luke 24 44. these are the words which i speak unto you while i was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of moses that includes the passover that includes the Feast of Pentecost. That includes the Feast of Unliving Bread. All of them must be fulfilled. Which were written in the Law of Moses. And in the Prophets. And in the Psalms. Concerning me. They must be fulfilled. Meaning, I have fulfilled them. Acts 13, 32. Acts 13.32 Acts <clears> 13.32 And we declare unto you glad tidings. How that the promise. Which was made unto the fathers.
0: The promise. The promise. Next verse. God hath. God hath fulfilled.
1: God hath fulfilled. The same unto us their children. In that. He hath raised up Jesus again. So the resurrection of Jesus is the fulfillment of the law, the prophet, and the Psalms. The resurrection fulfilled all the demands, the requirements of the law, and fulfilled everything that man couldn't make available. The resurrection of Jesus fulfilled all of that. So beware, let nobody spoil you by taking you back to rituals. By taking you back to rituals, by taking you back to articles and things that seek to fulfill or that point to the fulfillment, because those things are no more necessary. why the promise has been fulfilled in that God raised again Jesus from the dead, am I communicating at all? yeah, God raised Jesus from the dead, so by reason of the resurrection of Jesus, those rituals and all those um ordinances are no more relevant and necessary to the believer. Now, follow me because I'm going to gain something this morning. <clears throat> Just like people use dove today, if you have seen logo of some churches, have you seen some church logo? You see a dove on top. They draw a picture of dove and they say is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Alright? That's idol worship.
0: That's idol worship. Look at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 12. <clears throat> Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 12. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of the words, words, but saw no similitude. Only a voice. Only a voice. You didn't see anything. All you had was a voice. The Lord spoke. All you heard was a voice. Look at verse 15 of the same chapter 4 of Deuteronomy. 15. Take
1: it therefore for good heed unto yourselves. For you saw no manner of similitude on the day that the Lord spake unto you
0: in Horeb out of the midst of the fire. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. Lest you corrupt yourselves. And make you a graven image. The
1: similitude of any figure. The likeness of male or female. 17. The likeness of any beast that is on the earth. The likeness of any winged fowl that flyeth in the air. Next verse. The likeness of anything that creepeth on the ground. The likeness of any fish that is in the waters beneath the earth. Alright, next verse. And lest thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven... And when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, should be driven to worship them and serve them, which the Lord thy God had divided unto all nations under the whole of heaven. God specifically warned the children of Israel about idol worship. You don't start drawing images and doves and all kinds of things. He says you'll be worshiping an idol because all you heard from God is a voice. All you have from God is words. God's medium of communicating his revelation to man is words. Not images. Am I communicating at all? Yeah. The totality of God's revelation is delivered to man via words. That's why Jesus is called the word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word is God. So all of God is communicated not in pictures. But in words. Am I teaching good? In words. Please, that's very important. Now, I know some people won't like that, but that's their business. You only heard words. Even in the baptism of John, the Holy Ghost didn't come like, it didn't come, it didn't come as a dove. It didn't come, you know, uh, you know, in, in form of a dove. No. It was a mode of communication. Mark chapter 1 verse 10. Mark chapter 1 verse 10. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the spirit like,
0: the spirit like, the spirit is not a dove. The spirit like is a figure, a figure of speech. The spirit
1: like is not literal. So when you start drawing doves and images in the name of Holy Spirit, you're actually painting pictures of idol worship. The spirit like, I used to do it when I started ministry newly because that's what I saw everybody doing. You draw a big dove on top of a world map. You know? Or you draw a big dove on top of Bible. You open the Bible, then the dove is standing on top. You know, we used to do all those things that's what we saw everybody doing. But we never cared to ask, what does he mean? Is he biblical? Is he right? We just copied, copy, You know, copy, 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 copy. We just copied without asking questions. And that's what religion likes. Religion likes you to do things blindly. Don't ask questions, just do as you're told. No, we've got to check the book. We've got to search the scriptures. We've got to confirm that what we're doing agrees with the tenets of the scripture. Because the scriptures to us is the borderline of Christian learning. The scripture is the boundary of Christi- of, of, of the knowledge of God where Christianity is concerned. So it's the same way when it comes to the communion. It's simply because the people have left the substance. The substance of God's dealing is his word. I repeat The substance of God's dealings is his word. God deals with us via his word. Now, let's get to that Passover table again. We've been there since yesterday. The Passover table. Because when you leave the substance of those things, you get into idolatry. It's like people cannot travel without oil. They cannot sleep without oil. Every morning they wake up, they must dab oil on their head. They are into idol worship. It's idolatry. It's idolatry. It, it, it's nothing. It's idolatry. Anything that takes the place of Jesus in you is
0: idolatry. I'm saying, but that oil carries power. What power is in a bottle of olive oil other than the power to fry chicken? There's nothing in it. That's why when you rub it on your head and something and something comes on your face, it removes it. It perishes with the using. It has nothing in it. That's what God gives to you. is not oil. He gives you himself, a person living in you. Nothing can wipe him out. If rain falls on you, he's still there. Through the fire, he's still
1: there. Am I communicating at all? Yeah. He gives you what is eternal. His word. His word abiding in you. Look at 1 Corinthians 11.29 now. 1 Corinthians 11.29 For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the lost body. The lost body is not the bread. The lost body refers to the sacrifice of Jesus for us. The sacrifice of Jesus for us, which heals us of sicknesses and diseases, and immunizes us from evil. You will see the essence of this statement in a moment. Now, observe. He said, not discerning the lost body. So it has to do with insight to discern. Insight. It has to do with knowledge. And for the first time, Brother Paul gives us a doctrinal explanation as to why people are sick, why people are weak, and why people even die in the body of Christ. He says, for this cause, not for these causes. For this singular reason, many are sick, many are weak, and some even die. Why? Not discerning the lost body. Please pay attention. Not discerning the lost body. Now, it has to do with knowledge, knowledge, discernment, knowledge, insight. Right? So because they do not have the knowledge of the lost body, they do not have an insight of the lost body. Some are weak, some are sick, some even die. Now, first Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. Please pay attention. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse number one. Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all pass through the sea. Next verse. And we are all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Now we will see something from the Passover and the event that led to Canaan. I mean to Canaan. Now I need you to be very sharp. I need you to come alive in your understanding, in your mind. I need you to pay attention because I'm going to get into some very rugged waters now in my teaching. So I need you to be alert and awake. Now, in 1 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 1, observe the use of the word, put it up, put it up, who is on that computer? I need somebody awake. Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant out that our fathers. If your Bible is mine, I will underline fathers, plural. Our fathers, referring to the people who left Egypt to Canaan. Look at me. Referring to the people who left Egypt to Canaan. When he uses singular, father, Remember, there is Father and there is Fathers. When he says Father, he is referring to Abraham, the new covenant. When he says Fathers, he is referring to the Jewish Fathers, old covenant. Father, new covenant, Abraham, the promise. Fathers, old covenant, the fathers of the law. Okay? So, Observe. he's talking about fathers in this text. Let me give you an illustration. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 8. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 8. For finding fault with them he saith, Behold the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Next verse. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers. Which fathers? old covenant. When I took them by the hand, To lead them out of the land of Egypt. And because they continued not in my covenant. And I regarded them not. Fathers. Look at Acts 13. Acts 13.32. Acts 13.32. And we declare unto you glad tidings. How that the promise which was made unto the fathers. The fathers. The fathers. That dispensation... Was from that point down to Malachi. Exodus to Malachi. Fathers. Old covenant. Alright? Old covenant. So in this context, when he said all our fathers, all our fathers, he was referring to the old covenant. Alright? So, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1. Now let's read with that understanding. Chapter 10, verse 1. 1 Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Verse 2. And were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Verse 3. We are going up to verse uh, verse 4. And did all eat the same spiritual meat? Verse 4. And did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Now you know that there is no mobile rock. So the rock couldn't have been following them. So it means it is a figure or a mode of communication. The rock that followed them. Rocks don't move around. But Paul was speaking from understanding. Paul points out some important things. Observe. He points to them the cloud. He points to them, the sea. He points to them, Moses. And then he also points to them that they ate. They ate. Okay, they ate, they drank, they were baptized in the cloud, in the sea, and they were baptized unto Moses. They were baptized unto Moses. Now, we will see manna, because there's something about manna there. And then he now points them to the water. By understanding, he points to the significance of those things. And he said that those things were spiritual. The water,
0: the baptism, the manna. This meaning that in those elements, water,
1: manna that they ate, baptized unto Moses, in those things was a spiritual message. In those things was a spiritual message. That's why I said, the rock that followed them was Christ. Meaning, behind those rituals, it was not about the rituals. It was about the spiritual message that was being conveyed to them by the use of those figurative elements. Are you in the building here? Now, please stay with me because I'm going somewhere here. <clears throat> so that's why he said the rock that followed them. Notice that God gave them water at different periods. But Moses said the rock that followed them was Christ. So the rock followed and the rock was Christ. Meaning in their journey from the land of Egypt to the promised land, Christ followed them. Christ followed them. In all their moments, Christ was following them. Meaning that on their way to the promised land, there was a communication of Christ to them. Through figures and symbols and through elements. So, they took the drink. They were baptized in the sea. They were baptized in the cloud. They ate the food. Now look at verse 5. They ate, they drank, and all that. Verse 5 of First Corinthians 10. But with many of them, in spite of eating, in spite of drinking, in spite of being baptized, they were eating, they were drinking, they were even baptized, but with many of them, God was not well pleased.
0: How oh,
1: okay, can okay, Dr. Damir say no water baptism? How okay, can okay, okay, Dr. Damina? He is hey, 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 tampering with the fundamentals of Christianity. You can tell that
0: such people don't even know the meaning of Christianity. Ask them to define it, they cannot. They can't even define the word Christianity. They can't even define it. A man that calls water baptism. The fundamental pillars, apostolic pillars of Christianity, is far from Christ. He doesn't even know who Christ is. So, answering such people is a waste of saliva. There are better people we answer. They were baptized, yet God was not pleased. Because, what a baptism does have what it takes to qualify a man for
1: Christ? It's swimming exercise. Look at it. Verse 5. They were, with, with many of them, they were baptized, they ate manna, they drank, they ate... Look, 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 look at me, everybody. Do you know that these people are the same people that ate Passover? They ate Passover. Do you know that these people are the same people that put animal blood on their doorpost? And sat in the house and the angel of death could not touch them. Do you know that these are the same people? Then they came out on their way. The rock followed them. They were asking for water. God gave them water. Communicating Christ to them. But they were drinking water and not looking at Christ. Because the more you are involved in physical elements. The farther away you are from Christ. The more you get involved in physical activities. The farther away you are from Christ. That's why in spite of all that. With many of them, God was not pleased. Why? Look at it. Put it up for me. Verse 5. Because, 1 Corinthians ten five, They were overthrown in the wilderness. They were overthrown in the wilderness. That should get you thinking. These are the same people in Exodus 12. Who put the blood on the doorpost and ate the Passover. But as they left Egypt, they went beyond the Red Sea. The Bible teaches us that the same people were destroyed. The same devil, they escaped in Egypt by blood on their doorpost. The same devil, they escaped in Egypt by eating the Passover. Followed them and slaughtered them in the wilderness. So it's not enough to eat. You can eat bread and drink Ribena and die and go to hell. You can swim all you want to swim. Baptism at the age of 8, baptism at the age of 15, baptism at the age of 25. If you like, be baptized as an old man without Christ you're on your way to hell. You won't only be in hell, you will be in
0: the, in the, in, inside, inside the, inside the, the main center of hell. The same devil they escaped in Egypt overtook them in the wilderness. Am I complicating at all? If those things were salvation, they wouldn't have been overthrown. If eating the Passover was salvation, they wouldn't have been overthrown.
1: If eating the Passover and putting blood mark, you know sticker, those people that like sticker on their doorpost, the blood of Jesus is in this house. When the devil see the blood, he will pass over. You wear bangle, you wear bangle. I am covered by the blood of Jesus. You are a joker. We play too much in the church. We play with spiritual things. See people wearing bangle, four bangle in their hands. I am a child of
0: God. I am anointed. Anointed. Touch me by mistake. Die by correction. You wear it as a shirt. Jokers. 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 These same people were overthrown. Where? In the wilderness. Am I teaching here? Because those things were lifeless. There was no life in all those rituals. No life in those rituals overthrown in the wilderness. Look at verse 6. First Corinthians 10, verse 6. Now, these things we are
1: our examples. And some people will say that is no, that's not what he's saying. It's not saying that these things are for us to learn from. No, that's not what he means. To the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted.
0: You know, the closer or Yeah? The closer a man is to rituals. The closer
1: a man is to rituals. He begins to miss everything. And if you don't read the context of that scripture, you will think verse 6 is saying, we too, if we behave like them, we will be thrown out of the kingdom. And that's where some people begin to talk about losing salvation.
0: These things are examples. They are examples for our admonition. They are not our examples. You can't use this portion. You can't use it to teach
1: works. Otherwise you will miss the lesson. Paul was rendering this scripture by quoting from Psalm 78. So let's go to the original place where Brother Paul quoted this from. Psalm 78
0: verse 10. Mm-mm. Psalm 78 verse 10. They kept not the covenant of God
1: and refused to walk in his law. Did you see that? They refused to walk in his law. Next verse. And forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Next verse. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt In the field of Zoan. So these things were explained by the man David. Now let me ask you. When he said they didn't keep the covenant of God. Was there 10 commandments and the law of Moses
0: at that time? No there was none. There was none. But they kept not the covenant. Now look at verse
1: 13 of the same Psalms. Psalms verse 13. He divided the sea. And caused them to pass through. And he made the waters to stand as an heap. Next verse. In the daytime also. He led them with a cloud. And all the night with a light of fire. Next verse. He claimed the rocks in the wilderness. And gave them drink as out of the great depths. Next verse. He brought streams also out of the rock. And caused waters to run down like rivers. Next verse. And they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yet they spake against God. And they said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord had this and was wrought. So a fire was kindled against Jacob. And anger also came up against Israel. Because. Because. They believed not in God. And trusted not in his salvation. The problem was not that they murmured. The problem was not that they misbehaved. The problem was bottom line, they didn't believe in the message of salvation which accompanied or which was being communicated behind the water, behind the eating, behind all of that. There was a message that they didn't believe. The problem was that they didn't believe the gospel. The problem was that they didn't believe the gospel. Now look at verse 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 31. <clears throat> verse 31 of the same psalm. The wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them and smote the chosen men of Israel. 32. For all these they sinned still and believe not for his wondrous works. 33. Therefore, their days did he consume in vanity and their years in trouble. Now look at 34. When he slew them, then they sought him. And they returned and acquired early after God. 35 now. And they remembered that God was their rock. And their high God, their Redeemer. God was their rock. So the rock was not, you know, some physical rock. The rock was God. So, the event they saw. But there was a significant statement people didn't see. They saw the event. They saw water from the rock. They saw manna coming from above but they didn't get the communication behind the events. They were carried away by rituals. They were carried away by activities and missed the message. Upon this rock I will build my church. Which rock? You are the Christ. The rock is Christ. God gave them manna. Look at Deuteronomy 32 verse 4. Deuteronomy 32 verse 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity. Just and right. You see that is where we got the, uh, that song you know. Uh, the God of faithfulness. Without injustice. Great and upright is he. God of faithfulness. It was from that scripture they got that
0: song. Now look at verse 15. Deuteronomy 32 15. But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked thou art waxed in fat
1: thou art grown thick thou art covered with fatness then he forsook God
0: which made him and lightly lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation who was the rock Christ Not rocks. Rock. Christ. Look at Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Wherefore
1: holy brethren. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of our profession. Christ Jesus. Next verse who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. Next verse. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath built the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some man, but he that built all things is God. Next verse. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house, as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But... Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope
0: firm unto the end. Are you still in the building? Give me verse seven now. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today if you will hear his voice,
1: next verse, next verse, harden not your hearts. As in the provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. Nine. When your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my works, how many years? Forty years. That's why brother Peter calls it the long-suffering of God in salvation. (laughs)
0: Long-suffering salvation. And today we are in the day of salvation. God suffered with those people for 40 years. 40 years of going backward and forward. 40 years. He will give them water. They will tell him, can you provide manna? He will give everything they wanted he gave to them. Yet they didn't believe him. Yet the
1: 40 years. In the days of Noah, Noah preached for 120
0: years. That is the years of God's long suffering. He gave them allowance. 120 years. Long suffering of God. And the end product, why he suffers that long is for salvation. So that people can come to salvation. Look at now,
1: after 40 years, Hebrews 3 verse 10, after 40 years of waiting for these people. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart. And they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath. They shall not enter into my rest. They shall not enter into my rest. Next verse 12. Now pay attention. Take it brethren. lest there be in any of you. An evil heart of unbelief. That is the cocoa of the matter. An evil heart of unbelief. That was their problem. In departing from the living God. Unbelief. Unbelief. Look at verse 15 of the same chapter 3 of Hebrews. 15. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. The the writer of Hebrews was quoting from Psalm 95. Give me verse 16. Same chapter 3. Hebrews 3. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. Happy it, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Next verse. For some, verse 16. For some, give me 16 again, 16. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. How be it not all that came out, take note of that, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, now 17. But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with
0: them that had sinned whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? They had sinned. What sin? Unbelief. Give me the next verse. Verse 17.
1: And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest. But to them that believed not. Verse 19. So
0: we see. That they could not enter in. Because of unbelief. Not because they made all kinds of things in the wilderness. That's unbelief. Unbelief. What is unbelief? He that believeth not is condemned already. <laughs> he that
1: believeth not is condemned already. They perished in the wilderness because they believe not. They believe not the gospel. So, in those elements was a communication of the gospel. The gospel communicated to them. Now, let's see the bad example we are not to copy. This unbelief. You can see why the book of Hebrews was written to believing Jews. Because the believing Jews, the non-believing Jews, and the will-be-believing Jews used to gather in the synagogue together. It was where all of them gathered. Believing Jews, non-believing Jews, will-be-believing Jews. So that's why the writer of Hebrews used the kind of language he used in writing. Alright, so this is how they used to do it. Somebody would stand up and read the law, read the Torah... Then the believing Jews will stand up and interpret the law and the prophets. He now says in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 to them. Look at the way he spoke to them. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. Therefore, we ought to give the more energy to the things which we have heard. Lest at any time we should let them sleep. For, next verse, if the word spoken by angels was steadfast. And every transgression and disobedience to the gospel received a just recompense of reward. He was not talking to believers there. He was talking to unbelievers. Now, first Corinthians again, 10 verse 1. Pay attention. Moreover, brethren, I will not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea too and were all baptized unto Moses. Baptized what? Unto Moses in the cloud, and in the sea. This explains what what you were saying the other day about, you know, the sons of Noah. The other day I was teaching. If you remember, I think it is three, four days ago, where I was asking about the sons of Noah. Alright, now, they entered the ark doesn't mean they were saved. Just like these people stayed in a room with blood mark. the angel of death passed, doesn't mean they were saved. Because it is the same
0: people that were overthrown in the wilderness. That the sons of Noah entered the ark doesn't mean they were saved. That you ate manna, <laughs> ate ribena, or in that in ate bread, drank ribena, swam in river Oron in the name of baptism. Say, do you announce
1: before this public that from this day you renounce your old ways and accept Jesus Christ? Yes. Upon your public confession before the whole world. Which whole world? How I many of you are there in that river?
0: I'll carry you. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, there's no name like that. There's no name like that. God has given him a name, not names. Put you in the water. Bring you out. And many people in churches are not born again. What they understand born again is water baptism. So since they've been baptized, they believe they are born again. That's why we have a a lot of false brethren. I wonder why Jesus didn't tell the thief on the cross, go down and be baptized before we go to paradise. Go down, go down. You're a thief. Go and be baptized. When they baptize you, come up. Hey, gentlemen, bring him down. He's going to river. Peter, Peter, look for Peter. Soak him in the water. Today you'll be with me in paradise. Are we here? Have you ever asked yourself with this question, who baptized John the Baptist? Have you ever asked? Who baptized him? Huh? He baptized himself? Who baptized John the Baptist? I don't want to cross trouble. Let me just (laughs) let me cool down for Jesus. (laughs) Who baptized him? Who? Nobody. He shows you that that baptism he was doing. (laughs) He himself didn't believe in it. It was a communication. It was a communication.
1: These are natural men. You can't be speaking revelation knowledge to natural men. So use articles to bring a message. Like Jesus teaching ministry. He used parables to bring spiritual realities. Am I communicating at all? But after resurrection, no more parables. We teach spirituals. We speak words which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spirituals with spirituals. The natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit, neither can he know them. Why? They are spiritually discerned. But we receive the things of the spirit because we have the
0: Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost teaches us. So we don't need articles and elements. Am I talking to spiritual men? Glory to God. Glory. Teaching good? Now. You can see why the book of Hebrews was written that way. They passed through the sea with Moses.
1: They were baptized unto Moses. You know the meaning of that? It means they identified with Moses. Look at verse 3 of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Please stay with me. 1 Corinthians. And did all eat the same spiritual meats? They ate. You know if you read Exodus where the manna was given to them you will understand this very well. Exodus 16 where the manna was given. You won't see spiritual there. You won't see spiritual. It takes Christ to see that behind the meat was a spiritual message. You won't see Christ there. They all ate. They all drank. The the rock was Christ. They all ate. But not all of them were saved. All of
0: them passed through. All ate. All drank. But not all. God was not pleased with many. God was not pleased with many. That means God was pleased with some. But God was not pleased with the majority.
1: Hebrew 3 now says, Not all that left Egypt, but to them that believed not. So there were those that believed among them, and we shall see those that believe. and there were those that didn't believe among them. So, they took the Passover, they took the manna that God gave, they drank,
0: but in all of that, they didn't get the message. They didn't get the message. They didn't get the message. And because of that, they were destroyed. Look at Hebrews 3.16. Are we on the same page this morning? Hebrews 3.16. For some, when they had
1: had, did provoke. How be it not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Some. Not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. Alright. Look look, look carefully.
0: What did they rebel against? Did you see that they ate food? They did not refuse the drink. They did not refuse the meat. They did not refuse the manna. They did not refuse the water. But they refused Christ. You know why? It's easy for people to come to church, carry a piece of bread and wine and drink and eat, but don't believe in Christ. It's easy for someone to say, yeah, I'm a Christian, put me in the river. River is nothing. River requires nothing. Just to kneel down inside and come out. But in his heart, he doesn't believe in Christ. It's easy. That's why they did all that. They did all the rituals, but didn't have Christ. They did all the rituals, but missed the message. Don't forget, the
1: closer you are to the rituals, the farther you are from the reality.
0: What did they rebel against? Because they rebelled. Look at Hebrews 3.16. Hebrews 3.16. For some,
1: when they had heard, did provoke... How be it not all that came out of Egypt by Moses 17? But with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was he not with them that had sinned? Whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? People think it was their individual sins. This sin here is not individual sin. It's not individual sin like somebody told a lie. Or, you know, like somebody took somebody's thing. When they brought the meat, somebody took somebody's meat and ate. That's not what he's talking about. The sin here is not those individual sins. And that's not to say those individual sins are good, but they are not a prerequisite for salvation. The sin is dealing with here is not individual sins. Some, you know, same thing with the angel of
0: death. Do you know that the angel of death didn't kill people not because of their personal righteousness? Eh? Let me ask all of you. The Egyptians and the Israelites in Egypt, were they not all sinners? Eh? Were they not all sinners? What qualified one group to be free from being killed? Eh? To enter a house with blood mark. Is that right? And to eat the Passover. Is that right? Okay.
1: So the only qualifier was not their individual lifestyle. It was what they ate and the house they stayed inside. They could have even been inside the house committing sin. But as long as there was a mark on that house, the angel of death will not enter. Am I talking to somebody here? So it's not about self-righteousness.
0: That's the point I'm driving here. It's not about conduct or lifestyle. It's about which house are you in? It's about which house are you in? The exemption there was not individual exemption on the merit of a person. The exemption there was that you were in a house that had the blood mark.
1: Look at verse 18 of Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3, 18. And to whom saw he that they should not enter into his
0: rest, but to them that believe not. Next verse. So we see. That they could not enter in. Why? Because of unbelief.
1: Because of unbelief. Are you still in the building? Look at Acts 7.37. Look at Stephen's message. Acts 7.37. This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel. A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall you hear. Next verse. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spoke to him in the Mount Sinai. And with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give to us. They received the lively oracles to give to us. Look at verse 39
0: now. 39 of the same Acts 7. To whom our fathers will not obey. They will not obey. But thrust him from them. Observe. And in their hearts turn back again into Egypt.
1: They were on their way to the promised land. But in their hearts they never left Egypt. They never. You can be baptized with water 55 times in a month. You are still a sinner. There is no salvation in water. There is no salvation in oil. If you like, eat communion from Rome. You know Rome? eh, Let them
0: bring that communion. Both the wine and the wafer. Let it come from the papacy in Rome. You are not saved. The special one that came from Vatican. Eat it. You are not saved.
1: There is no salvation in those things. If there was salvation, manna that came from the sky, you can't compare that manna to anything that earth can
0: produce. They ate it and died in the wilderness. Water, not water from a borehole, rock, rock. Moses struck the rock. Water out of the
1: rock, they drank. Supernatural water, supernatural manna, yet... They were overthrown
0: in the wilderness.
1: You are eating ordinary
0: bread that they package inside bakery and you are saying it is the life of God. Which kind of life of God? Carry anointing oil with
1: manufacturer
0: date and expiry date and you are calling it God in a bottle. So your God has a beginning and an end. Foolish Galatians. They trust him from among them. They rejected Christ. Did you see that they trusted him out?
1: Put that scripture. Acts 7.39. Look at it. Acts 7, to whom our fathers will not obey, but trust him from them. They push Christ out.
0: Look, look. They ate manna. Look, look everybody. When they ate the manna, they removed Christ and threw out and ate the manna. When they gave them water, instead of seeing Christ, they took the water. And threw Christ out. Whom they trust out. Give me that scripture again. They trust him out. And in their hearts. It is with the heart that man believes. It's with the heart. Salvation is of the heart. It's not an outward operation. Salvation is of the heart. In their hearts they went back to Egypt. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. First Corinthians. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. With many of them, God was not well pleased.
1: For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Verse 6. Now these things, now these things were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things as they lost there. Are you are you following? Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. Neither be idolaters, because
0: once Jesus was not caught in the communication, everything they were doing was what? Idol worship. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I use bread to show you Jesus. Then you see Jesus. Instead of going to Jesus, you hold the bread. You are in idol worship. You know, that's just annoying those people that are, are abusing me. <laughs> because I say, all those things, I don't worship. These are annoying them. So how can you say, what well, do I don't worship? <laughs> but are you not in idol worship? You are in idol worship. Let's face facts. Sentiments aside. see Christ. Then you leave Christ. You are holding bread. Jesus said, I am the living bread. You say, hey, I want bakery one. <laughs> you're holding bakery bread when the living bread is standing. What are you in? I don't wash it. Is it getting clear? Huh? Yeah, no, I don't wash it. Is that that's uh, that's why it's annoying them because they know it's the truth. <laughs> they know it's the truth. That's why it's annoying
1: them. Okay, if I look at China and say, you are a goat. You won't be angry because, first of all, you know you're not a goat. So you know that something must be wrong with me. I am the one that has
0: a problem. Is it not true? So you won't be angry. But when you are angry, it is because you know that there is something goatly around you. That's why you be angry. Because there is there are elements of goatee somewhere. Otherwise, <laughs> if there's nothing, there's no point for anger. I don't worship us. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Give me that First Corinthians ten. Let me, let me round up this habit. First Corinthians chapter ten, verse seven.
0: Uh.
1: Neither be idolaters, as were some of them, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Verse eight. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now, all these things happen unto them for examples. And they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Verse 12, verse 12, verse 12. Wherefore, let him that thinketh his standard take lest he fall. What was the difference between them? The all and the many. What was the difference? Come to Hebrews eleven twenty-eight. Hebrews eleven twenty-eight. Are you learning something this morning? Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood throughout faith. Lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. Talking about Moses. Next verse. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. Are you still in the building? Now, remember he said they were baptized to Moses. Did we read that? They were baptized unto Moses.
0: Now, who kept the Passover? Moses. Moses. That means everything they enjoyed from Passover to the wilderness was Moses.
1: Moses could only carry them for some time. After a while, Moses allowed them to prove if they understood the
0: communications. And they proved that they did not. Because they were still in unbelief. Moses couldn't carry them forever. He could only carry them for a period. Then a time comes where they have to make
1: a choice and make their decision. And in their choice making, they reject, the Bible say they
0: trust Christ. They took bread and pushed Christ out. They took baptism and pushed Christ out. Because those elements keep you away from Christ. First Corinthians chapter 10, he said they
1: were baptized. So it was Moses' faith that carried them through the Red
0: Sea. See that? And verse 30 of that first Corinthians where we have us, chapter 10 verse 30. For, first Corinthians chapter 10 verse 30. For if by I by grace may partake.
1: Why, why am I evil spoken of for that which I give thanks? Verse 31.
0: Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. This explains, no, Hebrews
1: 11, sorry. Hebrews eleven thirty. Yeah, Hebrews, not 10. Sorry. Hebrews 11, good. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. What brought the walls of Jericho down? Faith.
0: Okay. Now look at verse thirty-one. Pay attention. By faith the harlot. I need you to to circle that. It's not accidental. By faith the harlot Rehab perish not with them that believe not. Uh, when she had received the spies with peace. Let me ask all of you a question. When the spies came to
1: Rahab, had she stopped prostitution? She was still in prostitution. Actually,
0: the spies came to her prostitution house. They entered the joint. And I'm sure she thought they were customers. And I'm sure she received them with joy as customers. Then they now told her we are spies. This is why we came. You say, ah, come, come, come. She took them and hid them. Why? When she had their mission, she believed in their mission. And then she said to them, now that you guys are going, I'm tired of prostitution. Please give me a true token. Give me a true promise.
1: You know why? Many men have come and promised her, slept with her, and left her dry. So she was begging the spies, please give me a true token. Give me a promise I can rely on. That when you are coming to destroy this city, you remember me. Please, that's faith. When they were about to go, when they were looking for them to destroy them, she took a scarlet robe. Scarlet is red. Faith in the blood. She took a red scarlet, a red robe, and then gave the spies through her window to hold on to on the other side, while she held on to
0: on this side. And they used that robe to go down. That is both of them were tied together to Christ by the blood. By that her act, she cancelled herself from the book of sinners and became a covenant believer in Christ. By faith rehab. By faith rehab. It's not conduct that saves. It's faith in Christ. Am I teaching good here? Now, somebody says, are you saying we shouldn't live right? If you like. If you like, don't live right now. Who will suffer at least sorrows? Huh? You are still They put you in prison. I'm telling you, we will visit you with banana. And we will pray for you. Give you some banana. Give you oranges. Brother, be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Start a campus in prison for us. Who ah, will visit you? You are still our brother. Are you not
1: our brother? Let me ask all of you a question. Look at me, everybody. If you have a biological son and your son steals and they arrest him, is he still your son? If he's in prison, will you still visit him? God does not disown you because of bad conduct. God does not disown his children because of bad conduct. If you that are evil do not disown your own children, your own biological children for bad behavior, if you have the way, you will even cover them and protect them. How much more your father in heaven
0: People have not understood, you know, relationship between a father and children. That's why they think you can lose salvation. Your biological father does not disown you no matter how bad you are. When they were
1: doing firing squad, you remember the days of firing squad in Nigeria? How many of you remember that? You know, young people will know that. But back when the soldiers used to do firing squad, they were doing a particular killing in Plateau State in Joss Stadium. They brought a guy who stole They tied him to the drums and the soldiers stood with their guns to shoot him. That's how they used to kill thieves during the firing squad days. All right. As they were about to shoot the boy, they said, do you have one last thing to say to your father who is standing here?
0: He said, tell my father to come. I want to tell him something only for him. The father went, stood with the boy. The boy said, come close. They've tied him to drums. His hands are tied, waiting for bullets. Come, let me tell you. The father got close. He brought his ear for the boy to talk to. He grabbed the ear with his teeth. Mm. Cut off the father's ear. Even at the point of death, the father did not disown the boy. Even at the point of danger, the father came and identified with his son. That's an earthly father. Then it's your heavenly father that will disown you because of bad behavior. You don't know who God is. You don't know who God is. Bible says his love is everlasting. What is everlasting in your village? What is everlasting? What is everlasting? Sing, sing, sing. Can sin sing, Did he lie, lie? Lie, 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 lie? Amen. <laughs> He loves you with an everlasting love. He will never leave nor forsake you. He will abide with you forever. No matter how rough. Even when you make mistake
1: and enter fire, he will be with you in the fire. When you go through the water, he will be with you in the water. Am I talking to somebody here? What shall separate us? From the love of God which is in Christ. Nakedness, peril, sword, tribulation, trials. Things
0: present, things to come. Principalities, powers. Height, depth, width, length. Nothing shall be able. Glory to God. I say glory to God. If you are getting blessed this morning, shall bless. So
1: that means it has never been works. From the beginning till
0: now. It has always been faith. 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 They had to believe. The gospel is faith in Christ. The gospel is faith in Christ.
1: Metokalia. The gospel is not works. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. It is what? The gift of God. So then. Faith. Cometh by what? Hearing. So when you hear the word, what comes? Faith. Because what do you need for salvation? Faith. You don't hear the gospel and conduct comes. Uh -uh. When you hear the gospel, it is faith that comes. When faith comes, along with faith comes a brand life. Brand new life. And in that life is the conduct and the charisma of the believer. In that life. In that new life. That new life is self-contained.
0: It comes with his conduct and his charisma. If any man in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold,
1: all things are new and all things are of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed this morning? Get on your feet. That's all I've got for you in this service. Glory to God. We'll get into some. We are still on this in the next service. I still have some things to deal with here. You know, amen. I still have some things to deal with here because I want to put an end to this matter fully. And I want to leave no gray areas on this subject. Say, I hear you.
0: Yeah. Say with me, I believe. Shout it very loud. I believe. Shout it louder. I believe that Jesus is my savior, and I have received his salvation. I believe he died. He was buried on
1: the third day. He rose again for my justification. I am justified by faith in Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I have a union with Christ that cannot be separated. In Him, I am. I am in Him justified. I didn't hear powerful. Amen. Father, we pray for everybody under the sound of my voice on television, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. All those watching on Kingdom Life Network and all our house centers and campuses. That this revelation grows big in our hearts until nothing else matters. I decree that barriers are destroyed. Obstacles are taken away. The veil is taken away. In the name of Jesus. And we all with open face. We behold the glory of the Lord as in a mirror. We are changed into that same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And I pray for everybody that is still struggling with shadows and symbols. Revelation knowledge overshadows your heart. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for grace. Thank you, Father, for the blessing. We rebuke sickness. We rebuke disease. And we rebuke the oppression of the devil. Satan, get your hands off of God's property. In the name of Jesus. Your body be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise for answer prayer. In Jesus precious name. And every believer says that amen on a note of finality. Can we celebrate the eternal life we have in Christ Jesus? Is that how you celebrate the life of God?
0: Glory! Glory! Woo! Your union with the Father is eternal. I have the DNA of God on my inside. Eternal. He said, you cannot ask your father for bread and he gives you a stone. You cannot ask your father for fish and he gives you a snake. If you
1: that are evil, Ah, this is Jesus talking, if you that are evil
0: compared to God know how to give good gifts to your children, Ah. Ah. How much more? How much more? Glory to God. (laughs) Glory to
1: God. How much more your Father? How much more your Father? From whom all blessings flow. Your Father out of whom every good and every perfect gift cometh. How much more? Amen. I said amen. We assure our hearts. Amen. We love you guys and it's a blessing everybody. I want to take up your offerings right now. Your kingdom investments, your partnership commitments to this ministry. Every time you give to this ministry, what you're doing is you're empowering us. You're energizing us to push this gospel with all the strength we have, with every life and breath that we have. Every time you give, you enable us to create more platforms and push the gospel out to where the people whom Jesus died for are. And I want to encourage everybody, as you keep giving, you know, uh, it was Mr. Michael Bush that was asking me on the radio broadcast, you know, producer. Okay? He was asking me, and he said to me, Dr. Damina, you, you don't, you're not fussy about fundraising. He said, I've never seen that before with any pastor. You're not fussy about it. You're not telling people give so that three, four things will happen. You're not saying give so that, no, no, no. I said to him, Mr. Bush, this is it. When I grew up in my father's house, my father took me to school. I remember the first time he took me himself, cleaned me up, took me to school. We arrived school, handed me over to my principal and told the principal if there's anything, how to find him. And asked them to take care of me. And I went to school. My father paid for my fees. My father gave up personal projects because he didn't have much money. I knew projects that my family wanted to do, but my father gave up all those projects to pay my fees. There were times my father had to take a loan to pay my fees. And when he couldn't even pay the part of my fees, I had to go to the farm to argument
0: for my fees. Now I graduated from school. Got out of school. And then, you know, got busy with ministry. And then God began to bless me financially. I began to give my father money. I wasn't
1: giving my father money because my father promised me anything. I gave him money because I'm a responsible son. You took care of me all my life. Now I have grown. I have understood myself. And now I have a source of income. It is just natural for me to send money to my father in appreciation. Even if I do that all my life, it can never be enough to say thank you to my father. Now I'm not giving to my father to get something. I'm only giving to my father as the responsible son he has raised who now has ability To give back to my father. That's what we do with God. He took care of us. He gave us a beautiful world gave us education, gave us technology gave us oil wells, gave us diamonds gave us gold, gave us everything in the planet and gave us an enabling environment gave me life, gave me health gave me strength, protected me through my childhood, protected me through my school days, looked after me, then Jesus died for me, paid for my sin without my application, now I have received eternal life, now I have understood who I am in Christ, when I give I'm not giving to get, I'm giving as a responsible son responding to the love that the father has showered on me all my life. And I keep giving in in, in response to all that my father has done. And I'm not expecting my father to give me anything in return. Because all that I will have ever needed, he has given to me. Are we communicating here? That's how we give to God. We are not in a Ponzi scheme. Give me, I give you. Okay. I gave two, three times. No reply has come. I'm not giving again. No, that's business. We are in a relationship. He's our father. Can I hear a powerful amen? So that's why we give. And I want you to package an offering this morning. Let's give in honor. It's only a useless son. Only a useless son that has money and ability. When his father is not around, that will see his father's business collapse. His father's house collapse. Everything of his father collapsing. And he has the ability and ignore it. Only a useless son. Responsible children will want to keep up their father's legacy. Not only keep it up, they will expand it. Not only expand it, they will enlarge it. Have you heard about the man E.W. Kenyon? E.W. Kenyon? E.W. Kenyon, I think he only has a daughter by the name Ruth. After many years, after Kenyon has gone, Ruth went into global publishing of his books. She is the reason for all his books to be all over the world till today. That's a responsible daughter. She has taken her father's legacy and moved it to generations upon generations. We do what we do, not for God to do something for us. We do what we do because we are responsible children. We know that this is our father's business to get the nations of the earth to hear the gospel. That's why we give. Can I hear a good amen? So this morning I want to thank everybody responding on television, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and all of you in the house centers and campuses, our givings is to advance the cause of our Father. Why? Because we are responsible children of our Father. Lift it up to heaven, Father. We pray for everyone giving this morning. Grace abound towards every one of you. You have sufficiency in all things. You lack no good thing. I decree that my God supplies all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And I declare you lack nothing. You have direction. You have clarity. You have precision. And in the name of Jesus, you have ideas concepts, insights, relationships and opportunities to make wealth in the name of Jesus. Great grace is upon everyone giving to them and I decree that you will always have to give and to be a blessing. In Jesus' precious name and every believer says that. Amen on a note of finality. Amen. Glory to God. Hey guys, we love you and it's a blessing to serve you the grace of God every time I come on this platform. Remember, 60 days of glory continues till the 9th of September and let me tell you something. We have so much to teach. I'm so excited. If you know what is in the pipeline, you'll be dancing where you are right now. There's so much to learn from the word of God. I'm excited about it. You know, and um, we're going to be having all the interactive sessions, question, answer, email responses, text messages, and all that. In the next service, Mr. Bush will join me at the 11 o'clock service. After teaching, then we will go live on television and radio and all the stations. But it's exciting. We're having adventures in the Holy Ghost. Monday to Saturday, we're here every evening, 6 to 8 p.m. GMT plus 1, as I keep teaching the legal and the vital work of salvation. House centers, we live in the hands of coordinators. Campuses, we live in the hands of our coordinators. And everybody else, we'll see you at 11 a.m. GMT plus 1. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service. Please, Glory! Amen! Done. Amen!
0: Woo! Amen. Please, Please, you can walk to the, the pulpit anyway.